train derailments are more common than you think they are, but this is getting a little ridiculous. This is shooting the shit. Hello, you fool. I love you. Hey, what's going on, and welcome to Shooting a Shit for March 10th, 2023. Happy Friday, my good people. What is happening with you? How you been? Yeah, it's been a cool minute since I talked to you. What, last week, two weeks ago, whatever. Um, At least this one I got to you a little bit sooner than a month or however long it was between my last two. Um, Let's get into it, Al. You know, yeah, let's get into this right away. What the hell? Um, It's Friday, so hopefully you're having a good day so far. Your day's just starting, going to work. Uh, happy, uh, just put this out there, happy um, prom night to my, my daughter, my beautiful daughter, going to her junior prom. Happy prom night to you. Hopefully the weather holds out. It's supposed to be pretty shitty around here, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's get started with this. Train derailments, man. Trains, planes, cars, it's getting to be bullshit around this whole country. Um, Train derailments, from what they say, they're more common than we think. Obviously, because of, um, excuse me, because you're seeing more and more and more now, because the media is putting it out there for you to see more and more, because of what happened in Ohio. The train derailment in Ohio was devastating, and it's, it's just getting worse and worse and worse, and it's just going to get worse over the next few years, well, quite a few years. Um, health concerns mount in East Palestine weeks after the Ohio train derailment. This is coming to you here from the New York Times. Let me put this one out. So I'm just going to start right off the bat. and let, let's, uh, let, let's do this. Weeks after Ohio train derailment, health concerns mount. In a tight-knit town already skeptical of the government, the lack of uh, concrete information, and the open-ended nature of this crisis, uh, undergrid anxiety i'm sorry undergirds anxiety i my glasses i gotta clean these fucking things off i can't see under good all right hold on a minute let me get rid of some of this shit pop-ups gotta love fucking pop-ups new york times thanks i know i'm not paying for your shit that's fine i have to read some some commercials uh east palestine ohio when the railroad crossing gate lowered in front of greg masher's uh chevy tahoe his youngest granddaughter uh shrank down in the uh, back seat and pulled a worn American flag blanket over her eyes. She worried that the train was going to wreck again. Uh, Tell me when it's over, Papa, his granddaughter, uh, Raylix. That's a different kind of name. R-A-Y-L-I-X, Raylix. Seven years old, pleaded uh, as the rail cars rumbled through. Uh, One's much like the Norfolk Southern cars that had derailed here almost three weeks ago or three weeks earlier, resulting in a toxic spill that appeared to cause symptoms of chemical poisoning in hundreds of households. Uh, Mr. Masher, 61, uh, who was raising three granddaughters with his wife, Tracy, 
that's more common than usual anymore. Uh, I had not sent back, and that's that's another crisis. Uh, I'm going to assume here, you know, and, and you know, forget it. Don't let me assume anything. I, I turn around and say, yeah, I assume that the the daughters kind of got the drugs or something, and that's why they're raising the grandkids. But maybe they're raising it for other reasons, more de- uh, more more devastating reasons. And yes, there are more devastating reasons than drugs, people, death, and things of that nature. Anyway, who was raising three granddaughters with his wife, Tracy, had not sent them back to school since they had developed rashes, vomiting, and headaches. He glanced at Raylix, still cowering under the blanket in his rearview mirror. When it's all over, huh? He sighed, adjusting to cru- uh, crucifix around his necks. Adjusting the crucifix around his necks. Not sure anybody can tell you girls that. Uh... Mobile health clinics and camera crews have begun to pack up and leave this town of 4,700 people. But for the Masher family and their neighbors, frightening questions remain. How could they know if they had been poisoned by the spill? Were toxins still uh, lingering in the air, the water, and the soil surrounding their houses? Would they develop lifelong health problems? And would the relatives who had evacuated to town, like Mr. Masher's daughter, her husband, and their three daughters... Cousins who are like sisters to Raylix come back. Oh, oh, his other daughter, I guess. Okay. Um, on Thursday, the chief executive of Norfolk Southern, Alan H. Shaw, encountered more angry questions when he appeared before the Senate committee. He told the panel he was deeply sorry for the impact of the derailment on East Palestine residents, but insisted that the air is safe to breathe and the water is safe to drink. Um, in fact, it could be months or longer, if ever, before health officials know for sure whether the symptoms suffered by East Palestine residents are directly linked to the derailment and whether they could yield long-term effects. In a tight-knit town that is already skeptical of, skeptical of the government, the lack of concrete information uh, undergirds and the growing anxiety, uh, medical guidance is sparse. The long-awaited state health clinic sent to East Palestine weeks after the spill at first offered only questionnaires and did not have a doctor on hand. Local primary care physicians booked for weeks say, without more uh, toxicology data, they aren't equipped to diagnose chemical poisoning, so they are simply treating symptoms with ibuprofens and ointments. Um, This is absolutely a fucking joke. And I get it. Listen, CXX, or uh, in this case, uh, who did I say this this train company here was? Da 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 da. Norfolk Southern. Um, yeah, they should apologize too. But we got to go backwards in time here, people. We have to go back, and we have to look at where the match was struck with this. Okay, do I blame the tr- the train companies? Do I blame airlines? Do I blame car companies for the lack of safety concerns? Um, for the lack of information given, sure. But you got to go back to our government, and this is where I agree with the people. The government doesn't seem to want to be stepping in and doing anything about it. Let's face the facts. We talked about it in the last episode. Donald Trump showed up in East Palestine with McDonald's and water, and I know. Far leftists are going, well, he brought McDonald's. What a fucking cheapo. Blah, blah, blah. Look it. He brought food and he brought water. That's more than the fucking American government has done so far. Okay? Pete Buttigieg and then, obviously, um, the, the, the EPA or whoever showed up literally the day after Donald Trump did because, quote... God, it doesn't look good if Donald Trump shows up there and we don't. We all know. I mean, the people that actually have a brain in their head see what's going on here. 
It, it's bullshit. There's a movie called, I think it's either Dark Waters or Black Water. Uh, it's basically the story about DuPont and how DuPont, you know, has uh, poisoned pretty much the world. Now, now it's the world because even at the end of the movie, I don't want to put a spoiler alert, but at the end of the movie with the, with, with the quote Teflon chemical that they have that they use on cooking where, you know, like on pots and pans, Teflon is in every single organism on planet earth. Every single living organism has Teflon in it because of DuPont. And there are lawsuits to this day still working to try to, you know, at least point the finger at DuPont and their lack of, you know, safety concerns with this. But we also need to go back to our American government for a minute here because our American government doesn't seem to want to get involved in any of these situations and except for the fact unless they're making money off of it. And here's the kicker. They set restrictions and regulations and, and, and they squeeze the fucking shit out of the American people. And that includes big corporations, whether it's airlines, car dealers, you know, not car dealers, well, even car dealerships, but like car companies that build cars, train companies, you know, transportation, Mr. Buttigieg and Mr. Transportation Man, who's an idiot, they... The government squeezes the shit out of them with regulations and everything else, making it so hard for these companies to survive financially. So they have to cut corners. And I've explained this to people before. And this was the, I, I tried to explain this to people before with, with raising the minimum wage, that smaller companies can't survive if they have to pay the sophomore girl who answers fucking telephones at the pizza place, $15 an hour, you know, they're going to have to figure out how they're going to pay, you know, how they're going to pay that girl. So they're going to make your $20 pizza $40 on a Friday night. But let's get back to this. So the government squeezes all these large corporations, including the oil corporation people. So all you, all you naysayers and all you fucking people out there that keep saying, oh, it's corporate greed, it's corporate greed, it's corporate greed. Listen, Yes, it's partial corporate greed because corporations are making millions upon millions of dollars. They had record sales last year. Of course, they're businessmen. They're not stupid. If the government isn't going to step in there and set restrictions and regulations to where it actually cuts that man down, then they're going to continue to keep making more money. They're going to up the price of it because, see, the government doesn't want to set a regulation or set a standard. So what will happen is an oil company, a train company, an airline will charge more to the consumer for the price of the ticket to, in order to make up the difference of the price. In this case, if the American government says, well, these regulations and this is going to cost you more money, when really they don't need to do that. The government just wants more money in their pockets. Well, the train company... They have to cut somewhere along the line or they have to charge to the American consumer. So what they do is, yeah, they charge more to the American consumer and then they cut, whether it's cutting this job or that job, and then they also cut safety concerns. They, they might say, well, we, we can't afford this safety thing. We can't afford to fix every single brake on the, these trains or every single fucking you know, wheel that's on these trains that are cracked or broken. We can't afford to continue to keep... All they keep doing is patching the railroads because they can't afford to fucking replace them 
Because people like Joe Biden and these these government fucking bureaucrats in Washington that just want more money and more money and more money, they're going to squeeze the fuck out of them with regulations and hit them with more money. So these companies are paying so much money to the government that they can't afford to keep running. So they charge the American consumer to make up the difference of that, but they have to cut back on things like safety in order to counterbalance. So our government is who's to blame. If you go backwards in time and you say, well, if the government didn't charge so much money or set all these fucking regulations and, and, and all these stipulations, with these companies, they'd be able to afford more, you know, yeah, they might still charge you $300 a ticket for an airline ticket or $300 a ticket for a, a train ticket, but more money can go towards things like safety and stuff of that nature instead of getting handed to the government and doing nothing about anything. So you have to go back in, in time to where the match is struck. In this case, you have health concerns now over these train derailments. There's so many of them going on, and they, 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 they're becoming a normality. They're really not, but they are. This isn't something new. Trains derail all the time. You just don't hear about them because they're never so devastating, at least not like Ohio. But then when one's, you know, crash and it's another one that's more devastating and another one that's more devastating, then you start hearing about them. And that's what's going on right now. You're hearing about this. But then when you're also seeing things like the story I told you, which is true, that there was a pipe bomb found on a, a train track in northeast Philadelphia, not close, not far from where I live, that these are the kind of things that raise you know your eyebrows and, and throw up red flags and say, what's going on here? You have Joe Biden. And you have the American government right now who's spending money like it's fucking a monopoly game. They just want to continue to spend money, continue to spend money. So you have these health concerns over these train derailments and more keep happening every day. And Joe Biden and his administration have these these bills and these these things that they want to push like the infrastructure bill to make money for themselves. There's all these ridiculous riders on the back of them that make no sense, but they make sense to the American government because that's extra money in their pockets. Oh, gender studies in Afghanistan? No, that's money to fucking that that that's that that's a house for one of the politicians in the fucking vineyards up in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. But as American people, as simple-minded American people who just want to work and do nothing. And want to follow the government's lead and hope that the government takes care of them. That's not a big deal to them. They look at the rider on the back and they're like, oh, I don't care. Just this, as long as I'm still working. No. I mean, it's time to step back and say, this is not how our forefathers wanted our country ran. It wasn't about a government making fucking money, money, money by stealing from the American people. And that's exactly what they're doing. So you get all these train derailments that are happening and you have a bill like the infrastructure bill. It starts to raise red flags to you when you go, well, Joe Biden's failing. And we all know Joe Biden's failing. Come on. Anybody with half a fucking brain and a smartphone in their hand and a TV know Joe Biden is failing miserably. He is a fucking train wreck himself and it's on fire massively. And 
there's no cleanup there. You know why? Because his train is made by a fucking company that, that does just electric cars and they're using lithium batteries to run their train and you can't put the fire out of lithium batteries. That's Joe Biden's train. That's that's the fire he's created himself in this country. He's, he's fucked up and he just wants to continue to spend money and spend money and spend money. So you get this infrastructure bill. You have all these train derailments. Now you have planes almost crashing in the fucking air. They're fucking flying down. You know, they're landing on a fucking... Uh, a runway where another plane's taken off, almost crashing. It's getting crazy out there, people. And what scares me is I'm getting on a plane in another month, and that scares the fuck out of me to think that we have all this shit going on. In quote, they have to do with our infrastructure. People are going to turn around and go, well, you know, the train derailment, that's a private thing. It's a train company. Yes, but it's another push to turn around and say, think about it, our roadways, our airlines, our, our train companies, transportation these are all part of our infrastructure bridgeways they have to be fixed yes bridges are fucking 100 years old they have to be fixed but you haven't seen that happening with his infrastructure bill yet here's a kicker all these train derailments what's going to happen with this one well we got the infrastructure bill that's what it's for to fix the infrastructure that's where joe biden's going to push and he's going to say this is a good idea now isn't it what i had doesn't seem like it's such a waste of money. It's more of a good idea. See, Pat Kamala Harris fucked up when she spoke up about the infrastructure bill. And she said, oh, I can't wait to, to, to finally fix and rebuild our, in, our internet infrastructure. No, Kamala, that's not what it's for. It, it shouldn't be for infra, our, our internet infrastructure. Our internet infrastructure is fucking fine. It's not that old. Our infrastructure, where we live, the things that we fucking actually need every fucking day, that's what needs to be fixed. You're building these electric cars and you're pushing these electric cars because you, quote, think it's a Green New Deal, but you ain't going to have roads to drive them on because it's part of our infrastructure and they're falling the fuck apart. Or bridges are falling down. You ain't going to be able to drive from state to state. Like, from here to fucking New Jersey, you got to cross a bridge because you got the Delaware River that splits it. You can't drive a car across the river. So what's going to happen then? When your bridges start to fucking fall, when shit starts to happen, when trains start to derail because either the tracks are bad and it's old, or the trains are bad, and they're old. And the trains are bad, and they're old, and things are broken on them because the government squeezes the fucking shit out of the big company where the big company can't spend their money on fucking safety issues because they're just trying to make up the difference by charging the consumer more money in order for them to stay in business. So you got to go backwards in time and think about this and say, there had to be the striking of a match at some point here that caused all these problems, and that's the government squeeze on corporations. Corporate greed is not a fake thing. It's real. Sure, oil companies are making record profits. I get it. But as long as your government doesn't step in to stop this and doesn't step in to regulate it, it's going to continue to happen. And you know what? The government's never going to step in and stop this or regulate any of this. You want to know why? Because the government has their sticky fingers in it too. The government isn't there for you, people. They're not there to help you. They're not here to guide you. They're not going to give you all the money you want. They are going to give themselves all the money they want by doing things like this in the back doors. That's what they're doing. It's a backdoor thing. If the more fucking money that the fucking oil company makes, guess what? The more money that the government makes. That's how it works. And especially when you have government officials like Joe Biden, your president of the United States, who has he has investments in big oil. That's a fucking fact. Even if it's a backdoor investment, because his son, Hunter Biden, 
worked for Burisma, one of the largest fucking oil companies in the world. And yet Hunter Biden has no business background. He has no big oil background. And he made a lucrative living with a very large oil company. If you think for a fucking minute that Joe Biden doesn't have fucking investments in big oil, you are blind and naive. You are. And there's a lot of other fucking Washington bureaucrats out there who have investments in a lot of things that they're making tons of money on. That's inside trading and that's illegal. Fuck. What's her name pretty much almost made it clear that she was doing it right under your fucking noses. Nancy Pelosi. She fucking, you know that there was inside trading that she fucking told her husband about to fucking invest in. That way they have millions of fucking dollars and they still can have their house in, 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 in fucking San Francisco and in the Hamptons and wherever else they have fucking properties. Fucking outside the United States. Our government's corrupt. They're in cahoots with China. They're in cahoots with Russia. If you think they're not, you're a fucking fool. You're naive. They're in cahoots with these people. Let's buy your oil. Why the fuck do you think Joe Biden destroyed the fucking the North American Keystone Pipeline? Why do you think he shut it down? Because there's more money in importing oil when you're the government buying it from foreign countries and you have investments in it than there is for you to make oil yourself and then you get no money on your investments. These are fucking simple-minded scenarios and situations on what's going on. So you have all these tra- trained around. You have, a, you have a government, you have a president who's failing miserably. He's got an infrastructure bill that he's pushing hard, but since he's failing horribly, he's trying to figure out what he can do to make himself look better. So the infrastructure bill looks more and more better every day as our infrastructure falls apart, correct? Yes, absolutely. It's correct. Wow. So now what Joe Biden wants to do, besides the train derailments, and we have more and more train derailments. Like I said, there are about three U.S. train derailments per day. They aren't usually major disasters, though. That's what, according to NPR, says. Time Magazine, why train derailments are more common than you think. Oh, they are more common than you think. But the media is putting it out there and showing you every time they fucking happen. And we have a disaster in Ohio that our government is not stepping in to help the people. 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, these people probably will, it'll be like the movie Blackwater where there's Teflon in the water there. People's teeth were falling out and turning black. People are getting cancer from it. That's what's going to happen here in Palestine, Ohio. And you know what, people, I pray for you there. It's not a bashing against you. I'm just making a fact that cancer comes from chemicals like these. You, you get can, you get cancer that way. A hundred years ago, did you hear about cancer? Did anybody write that down? I mean, we, we know about what our weather was a hundred years ago. We know about this. But how much did you hear about cancer? You really didn't. You didn't hear about cancers until a lot of these harsh chemicals were developed by American chemists or world chemists or whoever. Now you have cancer all over the fucking place, and now you have these chemicals getting spilled. And then the government stepping in and burning it right away. Just dig in a hole, let's burn it. Well, they don't. And then you talk to the left, like the, the far left. Well, what else were they going to do? I don't know. Try to contain it, clean up as much of it as you possibly fucking can. They didn't even try that. They just dug a hole and they burned it right away. So you're sending it into the atmosphere, which guess what? Yeah, that's going to affect the people right around Palestine, Ohio. But the burning it part of it's going into the atmosphere. It's going to affect everybody, especially anybody who's downstream. And guess what? Guess what? 
The jet stream runs from west to east, so Palestine, Ohio, literally, is west of where I live, pretty much due west. So that jet stream's pushing air and everything else in the environment this direction, the environment, you know what I mean, the, or, or, or the air, the, 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 the breathing, the clouds, they're floating this direction. So when it now, with the chemicals in the air, when these clouds get saturated with this chemical and all this shit, when it rains... And you have little black spots on your car and shit. That's not normal, people. That's not normal. And if you're out in the rain and you see black spots on your car or the rain's really nastily dirty and weird colors or it's leaving nasty spurn spots, remember, the, look, there's a term out there called acid rain. Do you think acid rain was around a thousand years ago? Guaranteed it wasn't. I guarantee it wasn't around a thousand years ago. It's only around now because we, the people of the world, have ruined the environment with chemicals and with plants and all that shit. But here's the kicker. We try to regulate it. We try to take care of it. At least we used to. Now it just seems like we just dig a hole and we burn the shit. And who cares about our future? Who cares about our kids? Who cares about if they breathe the shit in? It really, who cares about if we breathe the shit in? That's how your government's looking at it right now. They don't give a flying fuck about you. So you have all these trained derailments, you have these health concerns in, in Palestine, Ohio, and then, like I said, you have Joe Biden who's failing miserably, and the best thing he they can do right now for him to help him in the 2024 election, because he, he claims he's, he's running again, please, Donald Trump, if you can hear me, please, God, God, hear me, God, please have Donald Trump and, 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 and Ron DeSantis actually become friends and get along. I'm hoping that this is just what's going on with them two. Uh, Trump kind of bashing him and making it look like uh, they hate each other. I hope that this is just, they're fooling us. I hope that they're doing this to get everybody to look away from them and really that they have a mastermind plan to where Donald Trump is going to run for president and have Ron DeSantis as his running mate for vice president, please God. That'll give Donald Trump four more years and that'll give Ron DeSantis eight because you know it will turn this country to fuck around and people will finally see that yes, it's the administration that's in Washington that makes things work. If Joe Biden ain't making it work, get him the fuck out of there and his administration. Please God, please do that for me. Yes, people, I'm going to call it how it is. And I, I, I have argued with people the other day online about this. When it comes to Joe Biden and Donald Trump, and I've noticed this. I, I've noticed this from the Democrats, especially from the far left fucking idiots. Like I have people on my Facebook and on my, you know, on my Instagram, all my social medias that will come back at me. And you can tell they're far lefters. And when you make an actual factual uh, comment on your Facebook or your post to post that's, that's factually commented and they can't argue it. They fight. They go back to January 6th. Well, Donald Trump and January 6th. Why, it wasn't even talking about Donald Trump. Why are you bringing up January 6th? They want to throw as much as they possibly can that, that they might be able to use. But now, even January 6th is starting to show its ugly head, too. That your left-wing fucking government, your Democratic side of your government, has lied out their teeth. And there's proof that's showing up about it. And finally, some Democrats are starting to see the light and being like, wow. My own fucking party's been lying the shit out of everybody. Fuck this. 
So when Donald Trump gets in there and things start to turn around, you'll finally realize that, yes, it was your fucking president. I'm tired of hearing Donald Trump was the problem, that Joe Biden, all this stuff was there when Donald Trump was there. So Joe Biden took this over. It's been four years, people. Get over that. Joe Biden hasn't fixed a fucking thing in four years. It's been four fucking years. If your house looks like a shithole when you fucking move into it, and you you claim, I'm going to fix it up, it's going to be nice. Four years later, it still looks like a shithole. You're the problem. Not the house and not the last homeowner. You're the problem. So yes, Joe Biden moved into, might have moved into to some problems that Donald Trump may have left. I don't, you know, the way I look at it, I didn't see any th- fucking problems that Donald Trump really left. COVID hit and COVID fucked everything up. There wasn't another president in history that could have did anything different about COVID. But I look at it like this. I don't think... Donald Trump left him any fucking fuck-ups. I think he left him a pretty good situation that Joe Biden just fucking totally ran a train across it that, like I said, his train's built out of lithium fucking batteries and it's burning on fire as he's running through the United States. So with that being said, Joe Biden's doing everything he possibly can right now with these bills and all this kind of shit, the infrastructure plan to make it look like he's doing a good job. So you have these train derailments, you have all that. And now they're going to quote, well, look at our plan is actually not a bad idea, huh? You know, it's going to fix our infrastructure. So now Joe Biden has this new idea. <laughs> President Biden's proposed 2024 budget calls for uh, top. Let's let, let's go into this story. This is from CNBC. President Biden's proposed 2024 budget calls for top 39.6% tax rate. Whoa. Now, of course. He makes it look like as good as it can. And and this is not going to pass right away because the Republicans are going to shoot this down right away. Because there's a lot of rich people out there who are Republican too, and they don't want to be fucking charged this. But here's the kicker. Joe Biden's button, this is from uh, CNBC, people. Like I said, I'm going to give you the stories from the sources themselves. CNBC, the, the, the New York Times, whatever it might be, and then I'll put my spin on it and give you my opinion. And that's all it is. It's an opinion. And if you want to talk about it, you don't like it, or if you like it, you want to talk about it. Seriously, uh, Unreal Podcast 101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me and we can talk about it. Um, and go ahead, you know, you know, if the government wants to step in and try to say, you can't be talking about this, this is my First Amendment right to read something off the internet that's legitly by CNBC. These people have fact checkers and they do their thing and this is their, I'm going to read it and I'm going to call it how I see it. And that's all that I'm going to do. You can shut me down. And if you shut me down, then I think the American people or anybody who's re, who's, who's listening to my podcast will say, wow, he was shut down. And now we know why he was shut down because government doesn't want people like me to put out actual information and put and try to give you what it really means. Straighten this out. Hear me out. Okay, so here's CM, C, CNBC's. President Biden's proposed 2024 budget calls for top 39.6% tax rate. Oh, God, excuse me. And these are key points. President Joe Biden's budget calls for a top marginal income tax rate of 39.6%, up from 37. Wow. For single filers making more than $400,000 and married couples with income above $450,000. That seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Look at that 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 difference in the margin. Married couples that make $450,000 a year, single filers that make $400,000 a year. 
why is it only $50,000 difference? Like in today's world, if you have two incomes, usually the man and the woman are kind of close with their incomes in today's world. You know what I mean? Like women are actually making 80000 120000 200000 They're doing well for themselves. So if you got a man who works for, he's a CEO of Coca, not CEO, but if he's like a top dog at Coca-Cola and the wife is a paralegal at some big law firm, she's making $140,000. He's making $200,000. I mean, there you go. Like it's a big margin, but that that's that that more evens out. This is just a weird margin. Like it's almost like you know the single either the wife or the husband makes four hundred grand, and the wife or the other wife or the husband the significant other only makes fifty thousand dollars. It's weird. But anyway, so this proposed tax hike will go up from thirty seven to thirty nine point six. Wow, a, a, a two point six percent tax hike. Um, he also is pushing for a 25% minimum tax on Americans with wealth exceeding $100 million. That's a lot of money. Um, however, these plans aren't likely to pass in the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, and they're not. This is just, this is trying, this is another plan, okay, that's trying to make Joe Biden look like he's doing something good. And people that don't have money or people that sit there and simply think that the rich are taking over, capitalism sucks, and blah, 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 as as these people <laughs> drink their fucking Starbucks. Capitalism sucks. Anyway, so he they might think that this plan's good, all right? Like, people like that might sit there and go, oh, yeah, President Joe Biden, he's doing a great job. This tax is, it, 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 you know what, the Republicans don't want it because they're a bunch of fucking capitalistic pigs that just want money, 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 money. No, hear me out. Joe Biden, okay, he's the President of the United States of America. And even when he's not the President of the United States of America, he makes a lot of fucking money, okay, between him and Jill. Jill, quote, Jill, the Dr. Jill Biden, quote. Look, she's a professor at a fucking college, and I think she's an English professor, if I'm not mistaken. But she has a doctorate in it, so she calls herself Dr. Joe Biden. God forbid somebody gets sick on an airplane and somebody yells, is there a doctor in the house? Jill, don't stand up. You're not a doctor. Um, so anyway, and I know people like that are getting mad right now. I have a doctorate in basket weaving. I'm a doctor. You know, shut the fuck up. President Joe Biden is proposing higher taxes on wealthy Americans to help cover priorities like Medicare and Social Security in 2024 budget. All right. On the wealthy. The plan, and like I said, I th- Joe Biden, he lands inside of this fucking amount. So if he becomes president again, he has to pay it into this. He really does. His his income is more than this. But I think he knows he's not going to be president again. Which means I don't think he's going to be anything in Washington. I think he's going to retire. The guy's old, decrepit. He's he's not fit to to be president anymore. Anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, so he's pushing for this fucking plan that... If he's president again, he's supposed to pay into this. Let's just hope he does. And they say what he they say he paid his taxes the way he's supposed to this year. Him and him and Kamala, and that's fine. And that's how it should work. They should have to pay their fair share in taxes for what they make. Thing was, you know, I get it. Oh well, what about fucking Trump? Trump didn't pay tax for you. He was a smart businessman. He had nothing to do with politics. He wasn't. It wasn't your tax money he was playing with. It was his own money. I don't give a flying fucks. And he took all of his money that he made as president, every bit of it, and he fucking donated it. So shut the fuck up. Tired of hearing your bullshit. Anyway, 
So President Joe Biden is proposing higher taxes on the wealthy Americans to help cover priorities like Medicare and Social Security in his 2024 budget. The plan calls for top marginal income tax rate of 39.6% up from 37%, which was reduced as part of former Donald Trump, President, President Donald Trump's signature tax legislation. The repeal would apply to single filers making more than $400,000, married couples making $450,000. Understand something, and people are going to go, yeah, Donald Trump fucking had it down for to help the wealthy. Understand something. Donald Trump was also trying to tax fucking anything that was coming from overseas to counterbalance that. You help your American people, and you, 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 you don't... This is the kicker. You have to help your American people. You don't help foreign Okay, and that's all that this kind of bullshit does. We're we're gonna take away the tax fucking you know that Donald Trump set on on China for importing their goods to us, and we're we're gonna allow them a lower tax again, so that way we can get the imports at a, at, at a cheaper price. We can, buy. and we're gonna tax the wealthy again here. We're gonna tax the American people regardless of what they make. No. The whole idea that Donald Trump's fucking whole thing was, and I'll explain this to you like you're fucking five, is that he wanted to help his own family, the American people. He did not want to help the people across the street. Okay? I'll explain it to you like you're five again. He wanted to help the people inside of his house, his family. He did not want to help the people across the street. That wasn't his concern. His concern was the American people, the people inside of this country. Not China, not Russia, not anybody else. That wasn't his concern. That's why he was going to fucking raise taxes on them for importing their shit on us and lower taxes on the American people. It's a counterbalance fucking, it was a good idea. But yet your left wing media, your left wing fucking lefty sources, they want to tell you it was bad. Okay. The budget also aims at tax capital gains. At the same rate as regular income for those earning more than $1 million and close to so-called carried interest loophole, which allows wealthy investment fund managers to pay a lower tax rate than everyday workers. Listen, I've said it before numerous fucking times. Let's stop with this fucking, you're rich, we'll help you, you're not, you're going to pay that. How about this? You got to pay 20% across the fucking board. Taxes. I don't care if you make fucking 20 bucks. Or you make fucking $20 million. You got to pay 20% across the fucking board. That solves all your fucking problems right there. It does. I don't want to hear the wealthy go, man, they're taking so much money from me. Because guess what? The guy that's making fucking $10, they're taking fucking 20 cents away from him. So now he's only making, or I'm sorry, they're taking $2 away from him. I was thinking a dollar. If he's making $10, they're taking fucking uh, $2 away from him. 20%. So he's only making $8, right? And that's a lot of fucking money for somebody who only, only got 10 bucks. If it's if it's if it's $10 million, they're taking away $2 million of it. Make it one tax amount across the board for everybody. For businesses, one tax amount for everybody. Make it fair for the American people. It's not fair. There's a reason it's not fair because it keeps the rich rich and it keeps the poor poor. Your American government is in the rich category, people. They're in the rich category. Oh, they're not this rich, though. Let's make sure that we don't make it over fucking if you got $10 million or a million dollars or if you got 400000 a year. Oh, most most government officials only show an income of $100,000 to $350,000. So it just seems convenient that they keep it 
right under that amount. It's fucked up. So anyway, that's his other fucking, he's trying to push this other plan. It's not going to pass, but it, it seems like a, to everybody who's simple-minded, it's going to seem like a good idea. The left is going to really push this, and they're going to go, look at the Republicans don't want the, uh, something that's a good idea. It's not a good idea. So let's get out of this fucking story. I'm tired of hearing about fucking taxes and all that shit. Let's go into Biden himself and him being too old to do his job. <laughs> Joe Biden says the testing president's mental fitness is ridiculous. Of course. Who wants to test a guy who's 80 fucking years old who has a, a, the opportunity to push a fucking nuclear bomb weapon? You know? Nah, it's okay. Just let him keep doing what he's doing. He, he, shits, him, he shits himself, and you can tell on stage he's sitting there going, I, I think I just pooped my pants. You can sell, see it in his eyes. He's too old for this job. Okay? And yes, he needs a, a mental fitness test. It has to be done. Because... Come on, you drive down the road every day, right, people? Like, this guy's running your country. He's 80 fucking years old, and he, he's acting it. Like, he's his mind is not there, okay? Donald Trump's not showing any signs of it, and I, I think you should do it also to Donald Trump. Give him a mental fitness test to make sure he's mentally sound to be able to do the job. Anybody over a certain age, I don't disagree with this. Obviously, Joe Biden does. She thinks it's ridiculous, but I don't disagree with this. Why I don't disagree with this? Because I think the elderly needs to be tested for just getting behind the wheel of a fucking car. You drive down the road every day and you see this little old lady who looks like the where's the beef chick. And her, she can't even see over the steering wheel. And she's in this lane, over into that lane, into this lane. She's driving through red lights, through stop signs. I watched the little old black lady do it yesterday. Little old black lady didn't even touch her fucking brakes through the stop sign. Thank God I didn't go. Because I would have been fucking slammed into it. And she was driving a very expensive Lexus SUV. Brand new. Didn't care. Didn't care. Old, like big, you know, big lips. And you could tell she was like, yeah, I got my Lexus and I'm driving. And she just drove right through a fucking stop sign. And I'm going, these people need to be fucking tested. They're too old to be behind the wheel. You know? And don't take offense to this the black community, but black people can't drive to begin with. You know it's true. Don't sit there and say, you can't swim and you can't drive. Look it, man. <laughs> I don't have a big dick. I wish I had your big dick, but I don't have that. That's a that that's a stereotype I'd love to have of a black man. I wish I could jump and slam dunk a fucking basketball, but I can't do it. Okay? Seriously. I really do. But yeah, blacks can't drive and blacks can't swim. That that's kind of a fact. Then don't get me wrong. Not all. Not all. And I know they're going to throw around. That's like a bad stereotype. That's like saying, I eat fried chicken and watermelon. Look, dude, I like fried chicken and watermelon, too. I don't give a fuck. White people can't do a lot of fucking things, you know? Eddie Murphy said it himself, you know? Black guy goes that, you know, they show a white guy humping, and it's like he just boom, 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 just humping away. Black guy actually kind of grinds, and they're like, yeah, baby. And that's why fucking women love black guys in bed. Plus, they're big schlongs. But anyway, I'm getting on. I'm, get, I'm jumping off the rails, no pun intended, again. Uh, so Biden, he's too old. So, yeah, and like I said, a little old black lady ran right through a stop sign. I think I think elderly people need to be tested, absolutely 100% tested. It's crazy. And Joe Biden needs to be tested on his mental fitness. I don't think it's a ridiculous fucking request. Just do it. Let them, let them get this done. I think you need to test old people on a lot of things. And being president of the United States should be the biggest thing. Um, because let, let, let's look at it like this. Overage drivers, statistically, uh, you know, 
they cause pretty much almost as many car crashes as teenage drivers do. Um, not quite the same amount, but elderly drivers, you see it on news all the time. An elderly woman fucking crashes through the window of a convenience store because she hit the gas instead of the brake and she wiped out three people. You hear that all the time. And I just think that, that it's not a bad request to uh, to get some kind of mental health test done on Joe Biden, on elderly people who drive, and anybody. I think it has to be, if you want to keep a driver's license, if you want to be president of the United States, if you want to hold, hold a job that has a responsibility of a lot of other people, especially with their lives, you should be tested to make sure that you are mentally capable of doing it. Um, so... Well, let's see. I already read this story. Oh, one last story. Let's go to this because I had a big argument with this over the other day. Um, ah, this one. This one's just a quick one. Russia. Russia has sent missiles over Ukraine. I don't think it's anything really new, but I I seen something on the news about it earlier. Um, supposedly they sent like forty. Some devastation in, in Ukraine. Um, but according to this, you, Ukraine is is holding their own and they're they're fighting. They knocked out half, more than half of the missiles, and they're stopping tanks and they're stu- they're doing good. Just you know what? Give them a couple more weapons and then leave it alone. Let's step the fuck away. Don't give them airplanes because. You just can't give them fucking jets. You can't give them tanks. You can't give them jets. What do you, you got to do? What are you going to do? You're going to send over fucking instruction manuals with them? This is how you got to fly them. You got to read this. You know, you ever see an instruction manual? Anybody who's seen the new Maverick movie? Oh, fucking fantastic. Love it. I watch it every time it's on. I'm just a top. I like the airplanes. I like the shit. But he actually stands there with the F-18 and he's got... The book that gives you the F-18 from top to bottom, the instruction manual, the whole nine yards, and he's holding it. And it looks like a phone book. Like, do, is that what we got to do? Send that over to Ukraine with the planes here? Or like, you got to read this. It's going to take you a year to read this, so you really won't be able to fly it for a year. But here's the plane, and here's the... It's, it's, it's stupid. Just send more guns and send more shit. Like, it, 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 even with some guns, some of the people need instruction manuals for guns. Before, so they don't shoot their fucking toe off, you know? But they're doing good. They're doing good. Let's leave it go. Let they they gotta fight. They're not part of the UN. They're not part in that in NATO. They they can't. They're not. And and we just cannot get directly involved. It, it, it this is going to kill us. This is going to be a war that's going to last for a long fucking time. Okay. I love to see what happens with this when Trump decides to take office again because he's going to, or DeSantis. Um. Is it going to stop? Is Putin going to say, oh my God, he's back. It's time to back out. God, there was a movie that's like that. Oh, I was watching it just earlier. It's it's a funny, stupid movie. But uh, Wild Hogs with the motorcycles. At the end, they're all fucking beating up the four guys. You know, that's Putin. Putin's the fucking motorcycle gang right now. He's trying to beat up on fucking the four guys, which is Ukraine. What happens when Blade gets off the bike and says, no, Jack, it's my road. You know what I mean? Is Putin going to be like, put his hands up? Uh, yeah, you're right, Mr. Trump. It is. Let's just back away. We're done. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I hope that that kind of shit happens. It'd be great. Because I, I do think that the world we lived in under Donald Trump pre-COVID was the probably the best time in this country that I've ever lived 
under. Like, I felt strong. I felt like our country was powerful again. Like, nobody's going to fuck with us. Nobody cares, you know. He's trying to do things to make more money in this country. He's trying to get energy independent. He's trying to do all these good things. His ideology was there. His mouth was not there. He needed to just shut the fuck up. But as on a business standpoint, man, the guy could run this fucking country with his eyes closed, probably, and do a good job at it. And I, I was all behind him. I was 100% behind him. And you know what? Because of that, I'm going to be 100% behind him again. Listen, when Joe Biden took office, I wasn't one of them assholes. Oh, he's not my president. You heard that all the time with Trump. He's not my president. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You know, you're a pussy. But when... Biden took office. I went, you know what? This sucks, <laughs> but he's my president and I have to try to stand behind him what I can. I had, it's hard to say I had faith because I don't think I had faith, but I, 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 I wanted to believe in him. Like I wanted him to succeed because I didn't want to deal with fucking high inflation and all this bullshit that Donald Trump warned us about. You know, I didn't want to live with that, but I'm like, the guy's now our president and we got to live with what he has. So, yeah, you know, God, it's it, like I said, I, I can't wait to see what Donald Trump may do. He's going to run. And I'm like I said, I pray to God, man, please, DeSantis and Trump on the same ticket. Be fantastic. Anyway, let's get out of this story. Let's get out of the uh, the Biden's way too old shit. Let's get out of the fucking Russia sends missiles. Let's get away from the train derailments and let's go into something uh, more people can get behind. Legalizing marijuana in Pennsylvania. Yahoo! While many Pennsylvania state Republicans uh, have said cannabis legalization is not a top priority with efforts from the new administration... And state legislature, uh, in addition to pressure for neighboring states, Pennsylvania could be a state to watch for for legalization of recreational adult use of cannabis 2023. I got into arguments yesterday, arguments on my social media platform with people. And it's OK. It, it was to me, it was a a very fun, a very educational, a very um, heartfelt debate. And I love an educational debate. I love when you can actually talk to people on an educational level. And the thing is, with that, you can see the people who are weed people. I love weed. I smoke weed all every day, man. You got to legalize it. it. It's not like alcohol, man. No, man. Now, and then you can see the people who believe in it for medical reasons. You know, can't get rid You, you got to make it legal. So that way, you know, it helps with my glycoma or my cancer or whatever. And, it, and I get it from both sides. And I'm like, okay, you know. And I look at it on a standpoint of having teenage children, one of which, well, I don't have, I have one teenage child. My other two children are in their 20s. Both of them smoke weed. I know that. And that's fine. I'm not a weed person myself. I have nothing against it, though. I've tried it numerous fucking times. Tried it. It just wasn't for me. Never did anything for me. I've eaten edibles. Never really did anything for me. You get out on a golf course with friends, like, here, dude, you, you got to calm down your swing a little bit. Here, take a gummy. And you chew it up, and you, you, you can mellow you out a little bit. And you're like, okay. And then one night, I was on a golf trip, and I ate a fucking brownie. <laughs> and I know what they say, man. They're like, you take a little bit of it, just nibble a little bit. And I nibbled a little, and I'm like, yeah, this ain't doing fucking shit. And I, and I ate the whole fucking piece that was like the size of, ah, uh, I don't know. A quarter of a Rubik's Cube, maybe. <laughs> and 
I sat on the chair, like just just staring at the wall, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I, I made you know how hotel room is—you got chair, table, you're watching the TV, and you're like, "I made it from the chair, the the the, the couch, right to my bed." <laughs> And I was out. And I slept great that night. Fucking fantastic sleep. And then I, I tried it one night with my girlfriend. I'm like, you know what? She had a little and she's like, you want to take a hit? You go outside, just... And I'm like, all right, you know, maybe it'll help you sleep, man. I took a hit, went upstairs. 10 minutes, 15 minutes later, I'm sitting and laying in bed with her. And I'm just looking at the wall again. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and I slept fucking fantastic. So weed is not a bad thing. I don't have a problem with marijuana. I absolutely don't. My whole kicker with this was that you were putting, again, just like my automobile fight with everybody, with with the electric automobiles, you're putting the carriage before the horse again. In this case, you know, in, 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 in the electric automobile, that case was that you're putting the carriage before the horse was that you have a, a an idea that's not a bad idea. Electric vehicles aren't a bad idea except for the burning part and all that kind of shit and they're, they're, they're a good idea. It, you charge it, it for people who want that. It's not my thing. I don't want a fucking electric vehicle. I, I think it's a bad idea. Honestly, eh, I can't say it's a good idea. I can't say it's a bad idea. It's one of those ideas that's like, eh, whatever. But the way I look at it with electric vehicles, for one, you, you, you put the carriage before the horse because the infrastructure can't keep up with the technology you just came up with. It just can't. So, and you have you need to get the technology or you got to get the infrastructure and all that shit to to actually work for the vehicle you're creating. It, we're just not there yet with that, and thus why here's the marijuana kicker with putting the carriage before the horse. You get you legalize marijuana, and if you've ever been to New York fucking city, it's legalized majorly up there. You walk down the fucking streets, every corner in New York City has a place that sells weed. It's crazy. No, not a bodega. It ain't like, hey, man, I, you got, I need a, you know, I need an ounce. You got an ounce? And they look at you like a new cop. <laughs> no, no, it's not that kind of place. You can walk into there now. Like it's a fucking convenience store. And you walk in and you grab a fucking, you grab some juji fruits. You grab a fucking Diet Coke. You walk up to the counter. And can I get an ounce of your Maui Wowie? Your Labdoor? You know, it's got a little Labdoor. What's Labrador? Dog shit, man. My dog ate my stash. But no, it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 you can walk into a fucking store and buy weed in New York City and you smoke it wherever the fuck you want. Walk down the street. Like, my, I'm walking with the kids, man. Me and my girlfriend, the kids, we're walking down the street in New York City and we walked everywhere because that's what you do when you're in New York City. And I was like, I kept apologizing to my kids, to my, because my daughter's going, man, what? I'm like, it's weed. You sure it's not a skunk? I'm like, honey, we're in New York. If anything, it's a sewer rat, but it's 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 not a skunk. <laughs> it's weed, you know. And they're getting contact eyes, and I'm going, this can't be good. Like this is not a it. it, it the idea. I, listen, weed. I don't have a problem with weed, but again, we're putting a carriage before the horse. You legalize marijuana, but you don't have any way of testing it. And when I say testing it, I'm talking about right away. I'm not talking about, oh, you got into a car accident, you're going to the hospital, and they're going to take a blood test on you, and the weed stays in your system for fucking weeks. I understand that completely, 100%. I understand how that works. But what happens when you just get pulled over for fucking weaving and and looking like you're, you're something, and the cop can't test you right on the spot? You smoking weed? Nah, officer. Okay. 
You drunk? I'm going to give you a breathalyzer. And they give you a breathalyzer and no alcohol comes up because you're not drunk. But you're stoned out your fucking ass. Your eyes are glassy as shit. And the cop can probably see it. But since the cop can't prove it, you have a nice day, sir. Just please be careful. Try not to swerve so much. That's what the cop's going to say. Then the, the guy's going to drive down the fucking street and possibly get into an accident and kill somebody. Then what? Like, you can't test it. Oh, now we know he was under the influence. Wow, but it's too late because he just killed two fucking people because he swerved off the road. And this is the argument I got with people the other day. You know, I had a friend who goes, oh, yeah, yeah, somebody's going to really get killed. I and mean, the guy, doing, you know, instead of doing fucking 55, he's doing 35. Yeah, he's going to get some, he's going to kill somebody. When you're on a super, like on a big highway, and it's the middle of the night, and the, the fucking dude that's high gets in his car, forgets to put his headlights on, and he's doing 35 miles an hour going down like fucking the I-95, and a car doing 70, doesn't see him and slams into the back of him and kills him or kills them both or kills themselves, and the guy who's stoned doesn't get killed. Yeah, to me that creates a problem. I have teenage kids, and this was my fight. My whole thing was my teenage daughter. Drives a car now. She's not even been driving a year yet. Almost a year, but not quite a year yet. She's out on the road every day in her car. She's already had a fender bender herself because she's a teenage driver. But I have to worry about her with drunk drivers on the road. You know what I mean? Like, you might be doing well, honey, but the drunk driver could kill me driving on the road. And I've been driving for fucking 35 years. My whole kicker is... With somebody driving high, yeah, they're impaired. You're fucking impaired. That's my argument with it. And people are like, but you don't understand how weed works. I spin high before. I understand how it impairs you. Again, like I said, when I smoked it and laid in that bed, there was no fucking way I would have gotten behind a wheel of a car. But then again, I don't smoke every day. People who sit there and claim, I smoke every fucking day, man. I can drive a fucking F-16 jet. Stoned. Yeah? It's great, dude. Do I trust you behind a fucking wheel of a car when you're stoned just because you think you can drive stoned? No. Just last year, there was an accident on 95 in Philadelphia. Two state police officers, Pennsylvania state police officers. This is going to be just a quick one because I'm running out of time here. Two state police officers pull over a woman for drunk driving. She's swerving all over the goddamn place, right? They know she's drunk. They get a call on the radio. She's pulled over, and this is like North 95. They get a call on the radio. There's a walker on I-95 South near Philadelphia. Need to go down there and get him. All right, so they get in their car, and they head down there. Did they make a mistake? Sure, they did. They should have called in a Philadelphia cop to come get her, but they had to go right away and go get this guy who's walking. So really, they couldn't wait for the Philadelphia cop to get there. Could have took him 10 minutes, you know. By that time, the guy walking could have been killed. So they get in the car. They let her go. Look, it, get to where you got to get. We got to go get this guy. They head down. They get to the guy walking. They get out of their car to go get the guy walking. The same drunk Driver hits the men, the state police officers, and kills them. This happened. This is a true story. You can look it up on Google. Listen, I'm running out of time. Really quick with this. She hits them. She kills them. On Twitter, on fucking Twitter, this bitch says, I'm a good drunk driver.
She actually was fucking bragging about how good of a driver she is drunk. That's my story. Marijuana, you need to stop putting the carriage before the horse. You have to be able to test this shit on the spot as a fucking police officer when somebody's pulled over with marijuana. Otherwise, don't make it legal. Other than that, I have no problem, man. Make it legal once you can do that. That's fine with me. But I think that we need to start fucking thinking before we fucking do things. Start thinking, America. Start fucking... uh, Our government needs to start thinking. People need to start thinking. We need to make changes. 2024, Trump. Absolutely 100%. If it's Trump DeSantis, man, I'm going to cream my fucking pants. Can't wait for it. Get out and vote. Make sure you get the fuck out and vote. And if they send you a fucking mail-in ballot, send it the fuck out. Fill out Donald Trump. Fill out whoever the fuck you need to get Joe Biden the fuck out and send it. Because I think that's where we fucked up last time. All right, people, I love you. Stay patriotic. I will talk to you next time. See ya.